Hello, and welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk to the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan Van Koops. I'm your host, and today I'm bringing you an interview with the incredibly successful thriller and mystery writer, Tom Turner. Uh, welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, incredibly successful. <laughs> Let's just go with success. <laughs> Or, or doing okay. How's that? You're doing a lot of things right, which is one of the things that I was uh, that made me excited to talk to you. Um, this particular series that you have going, that your Palm Beach series, is um, beautifully branded. It's it's very uh, it's got great reviews. Uh, we have the cover up on the screen for for Palm Beach Deadly, which um, I understand was an award winning cover for you. Can you tell people a little bit about? Um, your Palm Beach series and, and um, what got you into writing it? Uh, sure. My Palm Beach series is, uh, the pr- main protagonist is a guy named Charlie Crawford. Charlie Crawford actually looks a lot like you. Hmm. Or as, as, you, as people have said, he reminds them of a dirty blonde version of that guy, Taco or Nacho, who's the the polo model, if you know what I mean, and is actually a, a polo player. Oh, I don't know. So I'll have to look him up. So Charlie Crawford um, is a high profile, was a high profile um, cop, detect, homicide detective in New York. He burns out and he and he goes south, not literally, but. He ends up in Florida, um, and nothing happens for a while, and he's bored. And it, Anyway, uh, cut to his sidekick is a guy named Mordaunt, who is heavy set, um, a, a few strands short of bald, um, and he goes by the nickname of the F-bomb. Okay. But don't ever, don't ever underestimate Mordaunt. He's, he's a star unto his own right. Then there, there are two women, and there's two kind of a love triangle that 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 goes on throughout the, the novels. Uh, one one of the women is a, a crime scene tech at at the Palm Beach Police Department. Her name is Dominica, and then there's Rose, who is the star real estate agent of Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. And in one book. Charlie is hot and heavy with Dominica, then the next one with Rose, and then the next one both. Mm. It's a point where where the women start thinking there's something not right about this deal. <laughs> so, so they um, they in effect have a pact because they're actually friends. Okay. And they say, "Okay, no more. We're we're done. You got to commit. It's yeah. one of us or the other." Yeah. Um, so those are the characters. Um, and did that address the question at all? <laughs> no, but it's, it does because it sounds like a lot of fun, and it sounds like you have some some interesting characters who who drive these books. And obviously, there's a lot of murder going on somewhere around them because they're they're homicide detectives. But it seems like you definitely focus the story on these particular characters, which sounds fun and and fascinating. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so what, what was the, the attraction? I know you have some experience 
living in Florida yourself, down in the Palm Beach area, and also and you mentioned you had some uh, experience in real estate. But this is a cool setting. Like the Palm Beach, there's a lot of money down there. Um, there's a lot of you know you know style, and of course your your covers are very stylish and very Florida. Um, what made you choose Palm Beach as the setting for this detective series? That's a good question. I, I was there for one thing. I mean, not there literally in Palm Beach, but I spent. I had quite a few friends. Still have quite a few friends that lived there. I lived actually north of there in in a place called Jupiter Island, um, which is forty five minutes north. Um, and and I just I wanted. Characters and setting were, were, were my, the, the two things that were most important to me. And so I thought, well, you know, Palm Beach is a natural because it is all those things you just said. Um, and it's got plenty of scandal and all kinds of shenanigans going on behind the scenes. Mm. Um, so it seemed like it was the perfect place to set my novels. The only problem with Palm Beach is, the last murder, and maybe I shouldn't disclose this, but the last murder there took place about 19 years ago. Oh wow! And the last, and the last murder before that probably took place 19 years ago. Okay. So, you know, in 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 the course of my seven books in the series, I've now killed off 11 people in <laughs> two and a half years. So, yeah. so let's just pretend that Palm Beach. There's all kinds of murder going going on there. Yeah, and there could be, but in reality, it's it's rare. Yeah, their real life homicide detectives aren't nearly as busy as yours. It sounds like. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I want to touch on the um, covers of your books for a second because you do something really. I mean, you're doing a lot of things well. Like I, I mentioned, these books. You, you, I want to say the first one, Palm Beach Nasty, came out in 2016. Is that correct? Yes, July of 2016. And you've managed. So I, sorry, yeah. I, so I've been putting them out um, for two and a half years, approximately. Yeah, which is which is an impressive pace because you've got um, what seven books in this series, and then you also have another standalone mystery as well. Is that correct? Right, it is. So you're you're keeping a pretty impressive pace of putting out quality novels, and um, obviously you're doing something really well. Uh, with the writing here. Um, but can we talk just for a second, like these covers, and Brandon, did you start out with this particular um, set of covers? Are these the original covers, or did you update them along the way? Uh, no, these are the, the original covers. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I have actually two um, cover artists. One is called Bookfly, and they're located out on the West Coast, northern West Coast. Mm -hmm. uh, and they do phenomenal covers. Um, and I also have another cover artist. Her name is Rebecca, and oh, God, what is her last name? <laughs> it'll, it'll come to me during the rest okay. of this. I'll, right. I'll throw it out there. And, and she's phenomenal, too. And, and, and the... Uh, they're similar, so I think that that you they're they're kind of interchangeable, and you can't really tell one from mm -hmm. you know one cover artist from the other. Right. Um, and and I have a tremendous amount of input in what is what the actual visuals are, and then they take it from there. 
When you do give them the briefs, like as far as the input you give your, your designers, what are some of the themes and things that you definitely want to have come across in your covers? Uh, I would not call it themes, but I would call them incidents or scenes from that actual from the from the actual book. Hmm. Interesting. So, for example, Palm Beach Deadly, which I think you um, showed earlier, mm-hmm. shows yeah. people going to a pool um, and with a lot of sort of Palm Beachy elements like palm trees and big yeah. houses. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's actually a scene from, from a murder that's about to take place. Okay. Um and then in my most recent one, which is called Palm Beach Broke, there are two sisters sitting on a Mercedes, um, and they are integral to what takes place in the first chapter, or maybe the second chapter. Okay. I.e., a murder. One of the many murders in Palm Beach. Yeah. <laughs> the many fictional murders in Palm Beach. So... Um, I see, I see Kay Clark is watching. Hello, Kay. I see Francesca is watching and Doug. So hello. Thank to everyone who is, is watching live. If you have any questions for Tom during the course of this uh, interview or if you have questions later on, feel free to uh, pop them up in the comments and I'll do my best to relay them to, to Tom for you. Um, or we'll answer them later on in the comments. But um, I, I think that you do such a good job. Like, with, like I said, the, your, your input obviously has been working because the... the the covers and even the titles you've come up with are very stylish and you know there's obviously Palm Beach like I said it's a lot of money it's it's sort of sexy it's you know rich people getting murdered is is fascinating what got you into writing these types of mysteries in the first place what what made you decide that this was the genre you wanted to to, to go for as a writer <laughs> well the honest answer is that I wasn't sure that I could write a literary novel, but I needed murder. I needed big headline, headlight things to take place, which normally happen in the first chapter or the second at the latest. So I felt that, you know, to give it a little boost, I should have, I should have murder and, 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 and sex, although sex is, is, is de minimis because I kind of lead you up to the point and then and then yeah. stop there. It's not graphic. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's uh, anyway, um, and I don't think that answered the question at all. <laughs> Sorry, get no, back on track. No, you did. You said you were talking about your beginnings as far as why you went into this and what you felt you needed to get from the story yourself as a writer. Um, but I understand, like, these weren't necessarily your first books. You had a traditional um, background as well before this, before you... No, actually, yes, um, half right. Tom Beach, Nasty, which, by the way, was controversial with, with friends as a title. Mm-hmm. A lot of women said, I, I don't like that title. I don't, I, I, I don't really know what it means, and I, I just don't like it. But I kept it because it, I don't know, I liked it. And yeah. friends liked it. Okay. I was traditionally, Palm Beach Nasty was traditionally published. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bad experience 
suffice it to say. Um, and, and, and I had a, a, a big name um, agent also at the time, and it just didn't work for me. And, and you know, the book didn't really sell, and they didn't spend any money on it. The cover, as far as I'm concerned, was plagiarized from another cover, which I later pointed out to the publisher, and he said, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, yeah, huh. I did worry about it, you know. Anyway, so so that's that was, so what happened was I then went to the publisher and said, I'd like to buy back um, my first novel because I owed them a second novel, um, which I really didn't want them to publish. So I bought it back and I spent a, a fair amount of money to do that, and I'm yeah. damn glad did um because you know now i own now i own uh, everything that's yeah. out there and and book one of a series is obviously incredibly important even if like say for example they hadn't wanted to buy your book two through seven you know you would have been relying on their sales of book one to get people into the series and things like that and obviously it's so much better to, to own your own rights especially on a book one like that um right so you you went indie after that, and then was, were your initial efforts as an indie um, encouraging? Uh, I, they felt so at the time, mm -hmm. but the first couple books, well, well, let me flash forward to I'm working with um, a guy now, and I don't know whether I should mention his name. I probably shouldn't. Um, because I haven't checked it with him, but he's a phenomenal marketing guy, and he's been the, the key to my success. And had he been there in the beginning, they would have done much better. But at the time, I felt that, well, you know, I'm selling, I'm selling books, and but yeah. anyway, um, it's all attributable to this one unnamed person. Okay. Um, and you know, I've learned a little bit myself, but but it it really is him who's who, who's responsible. How did you go about finding uh, marketing uh, help? Finding, I'm sorry, marketing help. Like in this case, this. Person. Um, yeah. Well, I I I think I went to Google the hmm. way I go to Google for just yeah. about everything. Yeah. And I and I and I looked up virtual assistants or authors virtual assistants mm -hmm. and there are a bunch of lists and I spoke to a bunch of people and I had several people before my the guy who's doing it now okay. um, and and they were one was pretty good and one was not so good and so I, I went through a series of them and, and until I found Mr. X who's okay. been great yeah well, that's fantastic. Yeah, you're obviously doing a lot of things right. Like I said, the you know your book one, even though it came out in 2016, it's still in the top you know 5,000 of the store, which is amazing. And you're in a very competitive category, um, and you're you're selling really well with all seven books. So, like I said, you're doing so many things right. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, and I don't know if you write your do you write your own book descriptions? Um, I like how they're short and punchy, and there's not much to them, but they leave a lot to the imagination in a, in a good way. Good, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I, yeah. I, yes, I write them. Yeah, um, and and go back and forth 
with with my um, with my marketing guy, and yeah. and he's good. He's also a, an author, um, and so he's a, he's a good critic as well. Oh, good, good. Yeah, because a lot of people tend to write these big long blocks of text as their as their book descriptions, and you know they you lose interest after the second line, but. But yours are, you know, nice and short and punchy. You know, plenty of white space in there, and like you, you can read the whole thing in, in a flash and already be in. But like I said, along with your gorgeous covers, it's it's really interesting, you know, and intriguing. Um, so I think you're doing a great job in that department. Um, well, one of the things I was curious about was your um, decisions when it came to, to pricing. Like you price a little higher than some indies. I mean, your um, book one is four ninety nine, for example. And the first four books of your series is four ninety nine, and they Go up to five ninety nine. After that, uh, is that something you experimented with over the years, or have how yes. did you come to that decision? Yes. Um, again, this is my—I um, don't want to call him assistant because he's certainly more than that. But he and I—he's got a very strong feeling about that, and and what we're about to do is put Palm Beach Nasty at two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. To get people in, because our sell through, which you know what that means, and yeah. maybe other people don't, but that means if people read the first one, they're they're more than likely to read the second one, and go and and quite likely to go through all seven. Yeah. So you want to hook them on the first one, and that's the one that we we promote the most. And if yeah. I have a book at then, you know, we try to make it Palm Beach now for, for, for that reason. Yeah. Have you considered doing a uh, box set of this series? Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's, as they say, in discussion at the moment. And, and that will probably be the first three, and it will probably be within, within a year. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and the man I've been talking about, my marketing guy, also is pushing for me to do even more books in 2019 and I'm telling him I'm writing as fast as I can <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can you know do stick to that aggressive schedule but he's he's yeah. pushing me and, and you know I like that yeah that it's is good, good. To be and um, what is your your writing day like do you write every day or is it uh, what's your schedule? Every day, yeah, it's seven days a week, um, and I I do a word count, which mm. is typically a thousand words a day. Yeah, um, I start out. I get up at seven. It used to be five, but I've gotten older, um, and go till about two or three. Hmm. Um, okay. I, I I but. But I'm interrupted with emails and stuff, and you know, a lot of writers can't have the distractions. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like the re- distractions mm-hmm. as a way to break up the the yeah uh, full speed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, Kay asks about how do you make money on Kindle Unlimited for your reads? Because she, I know Kay is a, a voracious reader, and she notices that your books are in uh, Kindle Unlimited. Um, you want to break down for her how that how that works? All right, I'm going to do some rudimentary math here. So, if I I think yesterday and all authors check their numbers daily, I think um, 
yesterday I had 60,000 page reads. Um, and that's meaningless in, in a, in a void. But what that works out to is about, it's about a half a percent. No, it's, it's a half a cent for something. Anyway. Yeah. 60,000 page reads equates to $300. Okay. Is that, is that, is that? Yeah. And I think, I think, um, for Kay and anyone else who's not familiar with, with Kindle Unlimited, basically like Amazon has decided to give us a number that of pages in our particular book you know obviously on a kindle we can change sizes we can change fonts like there isn't an exactly a page count in a kindle book but they've sort of assigned a number and obviously in your case um how long are your books how many how many thousand words do you usually aim for in a, in a novel uh, Seventy thousand. okay so de- decent size size novel so um so they'll say that that's i don't know 400 pages in a kindle or something along those lines and then they'll pay you, like I said, per page read of, you know, up to half a cent or sometimes a little more, sometimes a little bit less. So yes, okay, don't worry. When when you are reading uh, um, Tom's books for free, he is still getting paid. So um, don't 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 worry about that. But, but uh, yeah, that's that's basically how Kindle Unlimited works for, for those readers out there. You explained it so much better than I did. <laughs> no, your, your, your explanation was fantastic. And um, it's, it's phenomenal that you can, can move, you know, 60,000 pages in a day. That's a, that's an incredible, um, you know, number for, for most authors. So, um, obviously you know, you've had a good success with Kindle Unlimited. Um, and do you find that, do you market differently at all for towards KU readers versus, um, regular readers in your, in your marketing no. at all? No, don't necessarily aim towards other books that are also in KU, for example, or things like that. No. Was, yeah, I'm always curious about that. No. When did you when did you know that this series was going to be a hit? Obviously, you wrote the first couple books, and like, at what point did you you start to think, "Hey, I'm really on to something here. This is I'm doing something right." I I'll immodestly say that from the beginning, I thought they were they were good books. Yeah, um, and I thought that they were commercial books. Yeah as opposed to literary books. They make no pretense about being literary. They're entertainment, and, you know, I I read my reviews, as do you. Um, The word fun comes up and entertaining comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's, and humorous comes up a fair amount, too. And and those are the things that I'm looking to do. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, what also comes up is people times in one sitting. You know, mm. that's that that's 300 pages in one. Not often in one in one sitting, but I read that a fair amount, or yeah. I can put it down, stuff like that. And, yeah. and you know, what what more do you? <laughs> That's that's plenty for me. Yeah, exactly. You can't ask for more than that. And I, I personally, I, I went ahead and um, you know read through some of your your you know first looks in in the books and, and checked out some of the writing. And the writing's excellent. I mean, I've I was um, I was very entertained. I was having fun just just looking inside the the books myself and, and checking them out. So it seems like you've got a great feel for the genre for the detective homicide. You know genre and the way that you structure even even your formatting I thought was fantastic. So you're obviously doing doing some really good things there. 
Um, you ha- I wanted to chat just briefly about Broken House, which is your standalone novel. So you have another book that's not in the, the main series. What inspired you to go right outside this series? And do you see yourself writing more standalones or more, or is this going to be a series of its own eventually? How how'd you see that going? My favorite book is Broken House. Okay. Uh, which is the standalone you're referring to. And it, there's a fair amount of autobiographical stuff in it. Hmm. Um, and, and it occurred at a period of time, not, not the, not the high point of my life, but, uh, I was in the real estate business, high-end real estate, in 2008. We all know about 2008. Yeah. And, and it, had, it had a pretty um, tough impact on my life at the time. And that is, is described in, uh, in Broken House. Hmm. And what, what I tried to do was, was bring in a character whose name is Cam Crawford. Cam Crawford is Charlie Crawford's brother, who okay. was a hedge fund guy in, in New York um, and had had some problems in, uh, in his life of substance abuse and other things. Um, oh, by the way, I'm not... <laughs> he's not He's not a character based on me. Okay. But... Uh, so anyway, it's, it's, it's very personal to me. The problem with it was, and it's also got my my lowest number of stars. Hmm. And you know, and by the way, congratulations on your five stars. You have a, you have a ton of them, and it's oh, impressive. Uh, but so, what the mistake was that people weren't adequately warned that this book was had nothing to do with Palm Beach. It was set in in Connecticut. Um, had nothing to do, had very little to do with Charlie Crawford, more or not. And, and so they were disappointed and, and, you know, bored and mm. because there's not the action, there's no murder. It's like, where did this come from? And, and I didn't warn them. I didn't, you know, somehow you gotta say, this is, this is not Charlie Crawford, this is not the gang. Gotcha. Um, and I didn't do that and suffered because of it mm, interesting but uh, but I still may do a, I'm thinking about a prequel to that okay uh, because I still like it next time around I, I've learned my lesson I know what not to do yeah well that's always an interesting question to ask for people too is like the lessons they've learned um, Rob Peters watching he says Tom is one of my author heroes thanks for this interview um, oh, Kay, I'm, uh, I'm blessed Rob, thank you for the, your kind words. Yeah. And uh, Kay asks, Inquiring Minds would like to know, how do you figure out so many ways to murder someone? <laughs> you know, I, I just... I, here's, 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 the, here's the secret to my success, and it's called Dog Park. Hmm. I take my dog, my, my little mutt dog, to the dog park, and sit there and look out at the trees in this tranquil setting in, in Savannah, Georgia, and come up with stuff. Yeah. Some bad stuff, some good stuff. But you know, that's that's where it's that's where it's that's where it's created. That's the lab- laboratory. Yeah. 
I've had a few ideas at the dog park myself. I actually have an idea yep. for a, a murder mystery that takes place at a dog park. <laughs> so uh, I have yet to write that one, but buy it from you. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. Um, I want to touch on the fact that that you've had a little bit of interest um, from Hollywood on this, right? You have a little bit of uh, maybe potential, some potential TV or movie prospects. Yeah, but as I mentioned to you earlier, I'm I ain't holding my breath. Right. Um, the 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 reality is that at this moment, um, again, I'm not going to mention names, but at this moment, the former head of NBC Entertainment is is I'm talking to him. Mm-hmm. Suffice it to say, as well as somebody else. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long shot. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, it's, it's every writer's dream. I mean, yeah. whether they admit to it or not, you know, everybody wants to be on the big screen or the, or the smaller screen. My, I would, what, what's being talked about is, uh, scripted TV series, uh, where one book, would be 10 episodes or 10 one-hour shows, I guess. Hmm. But, no, it's it's in the stages, and I don't know it'll, whether it'll ever happen or not, but it's, it's it, I, I'm, I'm happy to be talking to these people about it. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. I mean, it sounds like it would certainly be a lot of fun um, seeing these come come to the screen. And... Uh, uh, so I wish wish you the best of luck with that. Um, what's I wanted to ask you? I like to ask a lot of you know authors this in general, especially ones that are doing so well. Um, like, what's working for you right now in terms of you know trying to stay hot in this very competitive genre? What are some things that you're doing currently that you think are helping to keep your book sales to you know going so well? Well, at present, we're we're advertising. Uh, my uh, marketing guy, who I'm now going to give a name to, first name is Nick. Uh, Nick is spending about sixty bucks a day between AMS, which is Amazon ads, and Facebook ads. Um, and I've been lucky to get BookBub ads, which as you know, cost a lot of money, mm-hmm. but as you also know, are well worth it. And, yeah. you know, have a return on income of five times, ten times what you what you pay for BookBub ad. So we're advertising where, um, as I mentioned earlier, Nick is pushing me to get more books out because that's what it's all about. I mm-hmm. mean, in, in, in the indie world, Two months after a book comes out, it's largely forgotten. Hmm. Uh, so he followed up with another one. He's he's pushing me to do six a year. <laughs> you know, I I, I I could never do six a year. But anyway, um, so so that's really the answer. We're spending money on advertising, and it's and it's doing pretty well. It's sustaining the um, Palm Beach broke came out a month ago and is still doing pretty well and by yeah. this time with past books they've fallen off um after about two or three weeks so this mm-hmm. is still going pretty strong what's your fanfare like for when you do launch a book i, mean, I assume you have a, an email list and what else do you do when you when you launch a book 
uh, oh boy, this is this is next department, and I'm just going <laughs> to stutter and stumble and say, you know, we do pre-orders, we do what else? We do uh, several um, newsletters. Mm-hmm. But as far as newsletters go, I try to do what the great Wayne Stinnett does, which is involve my readers and get them to be part of part of the family. Yeah. Um, and by that, what I do is I, I will send in, in a newsletter. Um, I'll ask readers, here are some titles I'm thinking about for the next book. Please cast your vote and, and let me know, you know, which you like the most. And, and so I do that, and, and, and it's surprising how helpful their input is. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've had uh, wonderful luck with with my beta team and such as well, and I think it's it's. Um, oh, Kay actually asked that question. She says I'm beta reading uh, a book right now, more like proofreading, and she's in the, she she proofreads for me, and she's amazing. Um, but she says, do you have a beta reading team? Yes, I do, um, and, and it's been sort of a little slapdash in the past. Um, and what I, I, I have a number of readers that I trust completely, um, two good friends here in Savannah and people from, from all over. Um, and in one of the newsletters, I actually solicited, this was Nick's idea, he said, see if there are people that want to be on, on a street team of beta readers. There are a whole mm-hmm. bunch of names for it, but basically yeah. they're people to, you know, as who who give you feedback and also catch punctuation mistakes and, and the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so I did that and I got an amazing response out of which I'm going to use some of those people in the future. Okay. Well, cool. Well, if, um, say for example, if Kay, I know who is, who I can vouch for as being a phenomenal beta reader. She's one of my, my all stars on, on my team, but, um, if people want to reach out to you and connect with you just in general, maybe to ask you questions, learn more about your series, uh, where's the best place for people to find, um, find you and your books? Um, my website, okay. which is Tom Turner books or whatever it is, www Tom Turner books. Okay. Um, and there, there's a way to connect to me. I mean, hell, I don't even mind throwing out my email address, but is that a bad idea? No. Yeah, feel free. Okay. All right. Here goes. Tom Turner twelve twenty one at gmail dot com. All right. Love to hear from you all and I will I will respond. Yeah. Well that's fantastic. And I did I've been browsing around your, your website and your blog and, and it's an excellent website. You've done a done a great job with it and um like I said, I really like all your book descriptions on there. So I, I think you've done a, a wonderful job. That's one more thing that you are also doing incredibly well. So um for all those authors out there, should definitely visit it too. So, but um, Tom, we've, we've blazed through our half hour uh, pretty quickly here. As expected, I didn't even get to nearly all of my questions because there's, like I said, I could talk to you for, for hours, I'm sure. But thank you so much for taking time out of your, your busy day to, to come on and hang out with us. Thank you. I really, I really enjoyed it, Nathan. And we will talk for hours down at Nink in St. Petersburg in your backyard. That's right. And I'll buy, I'll buy the first couple of rounds. All right. That is a deal. I, I will be there. We'll get, we'll get Wayne Sinnott to, to join us. We'll all hang out. It'll be a blast.
So yeah. something to look forward to. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, and we appreciate it. If you're, you're listening to the, to the podcast or if you've just enjoyed this video show, feel free to leave us a review. And uh, we'll see you back here again next week for another exciting episode. So long and uh, have a great weekend.